Yo, 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 what's going on? We this I am Mike J and I'm with me, my brother. Bowtie Fresh in the building. Hey man. Man, go, I, go ahead, Bowtie Fresh. Man, I was gonna say, man, I've I've I'm I'm feeling you know, we we are gonna be talking all things insecure, man. Y'all know how much we love this show. Man, I'm feeling real boys to be an ass, man. Feeling oh, yeah, man. Man, like now that we've come <laughs> to no. the end of the hey. road, end of the road, <laughs> right, yeah, man. man. Hey, dog, but for real, this show has been like basically since we started the Grown Manage podcast, this has been like an essential part of every season of the show. Yeah, this has been like one of our most popular things, man. So, uh, yeah, like I said, y'all loved it, y'all yeah, have loved it. So. We, this show has helped us grow. And this has been, it's been so super dope, man. So, you know, so it's a series. So let's just, you know, I guess for those, you know, we have a little surprise for you a little later. So this is going to look out tomorrow, but this is all insecure. This is the finale, the last episode. And we just want to- Series finale. Yeah, man. We want to sit back and give a shout out to Issa Rae. You know, creating a great, a great product. (laughs) You know, and I guess before we really get started, man, it's actually dope to see a black sitcom actually get a final shot final ending because there's so many shows that are black shows they, they never get that final show mm-hmm. like one of my favorite shows Bart, they got a final they got a final show but you know they was having all the issues with him and tisha campbell shows yeah, like the Flame Brothers and stuff like that but it's just they don't like you know this the shows just disappear never you know never get anything to tie up storylines man so i think that's right. one of the reasons why i love insecure the finale so much was be able to tie up, about- up storylines I'm gonna say to your point, man. Like it's it's black excellence, man. Like everything that she has come from and done, you know, from from you know online series to to you know brand, being afforded an opportunity, branching out her creativity, her craft was recognized and putting together, you know, a, a show as, in my opinion, as great as this. This was a great show, you know, from from top to bottom in every way. I, I only feel like I don't even really think I really feel like there was there was any moments where I'm like, eh. Like I don't, I don't have that, but no, it's, everything it's black excellence fits together like a puzzle. Now, some ones I laughed more, was more like emotionally invested, but everything sure. fit, and it goes on to like you know we talked about this before in the text message. The pathing on of great HBO shows. Oh so yeah, you got The Wire, you got Game of Thrones, you got Eyes. I mean, yeah. all these, all these, it's you got sure. the uh, so, so it all it goes into the greatness of HBO, and to me, HBO mm-hmm. makes the best TV series by far. Now, of course, yeah. they have, you know, there's, you know, there's ways that they can do it because they're on cable TV, on premium TV. So there's things they can get away with, with language and violence and nudity and everything else. But from a That's what I was going to say. From a storyline aspect, HBO is untouchable when they make great shows. Yeah. And to me, I, this I goes to in the pantheon of great shows. Oh, it definitely does. And I feel the same way, man. Like, I, I feel that HBO sets the tone. And I feel like a lot of the reason they're able to set the tone is because of what you just said. They really can make it feel like real life, you know, with with language, violence, nudity, whatever the case may be. Like it makes it real, you know, when you have and it's, it's not shitting on any other shows that are on network TV or anything like that. But you can't drop a all hell no. Nah. You can't drop a fuck this, or you can't see somebody's face literally get it's shot. The, it's the, but it's the story. You know? it's, the, it's the pinnacle yeah. of storytelling. And also yeah, the greatness yeah. of HBO, and I know we, we ain't getting no check from HBO, even they should, but we're doing a lot of ca- a lot of capping for them. It's like <laughs> actually like it's like a, the puzzles fit together. 
and you're able to, to not like have to jam everything all in one, you know, one, one season. You can actually, you know, make the story great by making, okay, episode three might have been the greatest, but you have to watch three to get to four. You know what I'm right. saying? So, but let me ask you this, man. Insecure has ended, and we're gonna get into all that. And no, uh, we've talked about I've watched I watched Game of Thrones with 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 the family, the podcast with Roman and his family as it was going on. So as the last season, I was catching up. So when are you going to do your deep dive back into watching Insecures from season one on? I probably, I may do it sometime this spring, summer, probably more so in the summer. I want to give myself time to, to digest it. I also want to give my time, myself a little bit of time to miss it. But the, the bigger part for me is that when I do it, I'm going to watch it consistently, you know, a couple episodes a day, you know, not, not like a binge where I'm just watching yeah. it all day long, but I want to watch a couple episodes a day to really go back and really unpack see the things that i missed things that i didn't catch you know let some of those let some other stuff spark something in my brain but i want to be able to commit some time to it so it'll probably be this summertime yeah i was thinking about if i don't do it in 2022 definitely 2023 you know i'm right i want to miss it and sometimes like those you you miss like when you're in a moment or something you miss it and for me i'm taking notes about to talk about it on the show but to really to just be able to enjoy it's like rereading a great book so yeah, I've been like, yeah. you know, like for now and before we get into Secure, I never got to watch Sopranos when it was on. So now mm-hmm. I've been I've been watching Sopranos and it's dope to be able to watch something that was happening. It's you know the show started when we were in high school to be yeah. able to catch that man. So I'm hoping to do the same thing with Insecure, tune in 2022, 2023 or whatever. The way like so you miss it and you're gonna go back to it, man. Because those are iconic characters, man. So. Uh, yeah, I still need to do. Speaking of that, before we go back to, I still need to do that for Game of Thrones. I did. That. I need to. I need to jump back in Game of Thrones and, and rewatch it. I did that because the first time I rewatch, I was watching it trying to catch up, and I missed. Yeah, you so spent much through it the first time. Yeah, because I was like, yo, watching three or four episodes a day, you know, and I had some time, so that's just a lot of you know, it's a lot. But like watching like a one or two episodes, especially insecure, it was like twenty six minutes. And I think you definitely can get back to it. So, all right, man. So uh, I guess, you know, let me ask you this, man. You know, what you think about Nathan, dog? Finally, this, this like, stepping away from Issa. So for me, Nathan stepping away from Issa was, I felt it was, it was just Nathan being Nathan. However, because, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's known for just running away and, you know, getting away from stuff or whatever. However, I felt like it was different because I feel like I felt like he realized the effect that it was having on him mm-hmm. and his mental health and that sort of stuff. So I did feel like, yes, it's Nathan being Nathan. However, I feel like he's protecting himself. I don't feel I don't think it had anything to do with like, ah, oh, well, you know, oh boy, this or she that. Like I really I felt like he was like, I gotta protect myself. And this ain't this isn't good. He, he said that this isn't good for me. And mm-hmm. before before he spiraled. I felt like he was just like, I'm going to remove myself. All right. So going back to, you know, we'll, we'll get to digging it out. But something popped in my brain. So the last, before the finale, when you, if you were Nathan, when, you know, would you, would you just want to swing on Lawrence? At the, at the party? Yeah. Uh, I can't say that I would have swung on him. I don't, I don't think I would have swung on him because I don't feel like things escalated to, to the level of disrespect that would warrant me to swing on someone. Would you have been disrespectful? If you were if you were Nathan, would you have been disrespectful to Lawrence? Would I have been disrespectful to him? Like, like would you have said, like yeah. when y'all were going back and forth, would you have been like, just been like, man, 
blah 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 yeah that's you know she you know ain't my you know ain't not ain't my fault you know she but she was real man now punk or something like that you know or uh, whatever yeah i mean i probably would have been petty and said something about you know her you know that's that's why that's why she she devouring this texas meat you know oh, i would have said something like that <laughs> that shit go that shit go left on you though she must run <laughs> she must run you must try and say something like that she get in one of the little faces like it ain't all that <laughs> you gotta go to the car and go cry or be like my man on, on white on white boys can't jump i'm going to the car you know what I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm come back and shoot get everybody shoot everybody yeah but I don't know. Yeah, I probably, I probably would. I, I definitely would have been like when they were going back and forth. I definitely would have been saying some slick shit. But yeah. I don't think. I don't think that even when stuff jumped off, I don't think that anything that happened would have warranted me swinging on him. Yeah, there was some back and forth, and they kind of got in each other's face a little bit. But there was no real like super disrespect. He didn't. Lawrence didn't put his hands on Issa, or you know what I mean. Like to me, those are the type of things that were warrant. Oh, okay, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to hit this nigga. Just some jawing back and forth. Yeah, we can do that. Hey, but this, the, the, the thing that I think about though, what if you try to jump? What if you Nathan, you try to jump bad on Lawrence? That nigga snuff you, you know, catch you with one and right in front of him. You gotta go, you gotta go pop that nigga now. Oh well, yeah, you well, can't yeah, come, then it's on. You can't no, I'm talking about no, you know, you gotta come, you gotta come back with some with some heat. You can't sit oh, back damn. and beat him, beat him in front of your queen. You know what I'm saying? Lawrence is like six four. But uh, I guess when I think what, about what, what, what would you have done? Would you have swung on him? I heard him having a little push in the tub. I mean, I'd have been like, I don't know, I probably would have called him a fuck ass nigga. Cause I'm like, well, damn, dog, you out here spilling your guts and stuff like that at this damn party, which is super messy. You know I'm right. here. Now, I right. think the fact that by that time, I think the disrespect, me being so mad about being the disrespect, I don't know. I'm, no, we got to think now. Now, 39 year old Mike J, I think about it. 29 year old Mike J, 19 year old Mike J, oh, what's popped off? Popped off, yeah. It, it <laughs> probably been popped because it been, because you know my mind. I'd have been moved by anger, but you know you get older. Right. You ain't really thinking about that, man. But I feel Nathan on be stepping away because it's like he always kind of had that feeling. Like even he was talking about throughout the stuff this last season, how she was kind of up and down on him. Yeah, so you sit back, you know. Even when you go back to prior seasons, she know, you know, and Nathan was doing some dirty, dirty ass macking. So let's act, let's not let's not act like Nathan was a was a schoolboy because you know he did some dirty ass macking before. Yeah, he did. He was talking yeah, about, he did. about Lawrence. So he was, it was, he was equally some fuck shit. But I can see him stepping away because hell, even when, was, even when they was looking at the apartment, he was yeah. like, I don't know what type of niggas you didn't live. Yeah, with. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was just like the dirty macking started in the barbershop to there or whatever. But yeah, it's just I understand why he stepped away because sometimes you kind of I think you can kind of get a vibe about that and so whatever sometimes you know you see people it's like no matter is this like what happened some people just have a have a connection right and you know right. you know Issa and Lawrence went through a lot you know from the breaking up to Daniel and all that type of stuff so he did right sure. man you know you don't want to sit back and be somewhere where you just like the you know you just like this the this the second choice you want to be the main entree man so Shout out to yes. the babe. Shout out to the, your babe's brother, man, for not, you know, not crying and doing that other shit y'all typically do. So, you know what I'm saying? I, man, I, I, I give these props. So, you know, something that I think about in that scenario, too, and I I feel like a lot of times people don't understand or or have trust. Sometimes people have trouble accepting the fact that someone that they are with may have a past, you know, male or female. 
And if there is a past, you know, whether it was emotionally, you know, sexually or whatever, there's going to be things that, that resonate with that person. You know what I mean? For, or with that person or for, or for you about that person. So, or, so even, or even ask like, this, ask somebody having a kid with somebody. Yeah, they that too. Not, they can, you know, I've seen that plenty of times, you know, somebody, you know, they might have a kid with somebody and then, you know, they, yeah. they're still that, there's like, you got to be able to talk to that person. So, yeah, I, like, you know, I just think that sometimes, I think sometimes people get into, into that mode where it's like, yeah, let's say I spent like five or six years with this person or whatnot. Like, I'm always going to have love for that person. It, it, you know, as long as it didn't end on some messy shit or, you know, something crazy like that, you typically, even if it did, you typically still will always have some sort of love for that person. Not saying that, you know, I, I, you're in love with them or you're choosing them over the current mate or anything like that, but there's always going to be something special about that particular individual. And some, sometimes it could be emotional. Sometimes it, it'll just be like, ah, oh, damn, you know, she, she's like the best dick ever, or he gave, yeah. he ate the best pussy ever. And it yeah. could be like, ah, oh, man, that resonates or a kid or anything, you know, it's always going to be or some or things. Or, or, maybe, or, maybe, or maybe the blinds got open. Who knows? May, yeah, maybe the curtains <laughs> got raised. You never yeah, know. You, know <laughs> you, you, you never know. But, uh, hey, like, like my man said on Twitter earlier today, you know, 2022 is about you got to smooch the gooch. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think that people get caught up in that, though, man. Oh, like, yeah. Just just sometimes it's like, man, oh, they, they, you know, especially with guys and you have male ego and bravado. And oh, all yeah. Shit, it's like, oh, man, well, she she might still have feelings for this nigga. Well, she probably does. Like, oh, man, you know, he was a, it's a great guy. Or, you and know, there's a connection here. But that doesn't mean. Life at a certain time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. Yep. You, and a lot of times I think people take when they're with someone else and they've moved on. It's not even about the person. Sometimes it could be that part in life that you appreciate. Like, oh, man, I was in college and this and this and this was happening. So it brings you back to the place. It's not really about the other person. But going back to that, I mean, it I could be that. it could be negative, too. Like, yeah, that yeah. put you through some shit and you really learn. And then you can also take that, that negative baggage on to put it on somebody else. Yeah. I'll take it back to when I was in in college and a younger, <laughs> younger cat. Hey, man, that shit would burn me up. Like I would just be like, it would it would bother me, and not in the fact of like if she was doing something. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, oh, right. she got a past, and not in the past mm-hmm. of like she been with somebody else physically because it ain't too many, you know, it ain't too many versions out here, right? I ain't talking about mm-hmm. that. I'm just saying, it's just, mm-hmm. shit would just get to you. But as you get older and mature, that shit don't matter because it's like, yo, she got a past, I got a past, you know, like in this situation, Issa had a past. You know, Nathan, I assume had a past. They didn't ever really talk. I don't remember really talking about relationships. But you know, right. it's just you gotta you gotta be cool, man. And you know, like I said, man, I, it, like you said before, it was best for him to walk away because mm-hmm. you would. I, I just, I just think, you know, of course, it's a fictional show, but I just think that you know, it's say for instance that they would have got together, got the spot through, and Lawrence would have called or something like that, just something like, "Hey, happy birthday" or whatever, or whatever right. situation may be. He could have went out there and, and really like did something he didn't, you know, it could have he could have left or harmed himself or harmed. You just never know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I agree, man. All but right. again, it cre- it credits the show, man. You know, great good writing and it's relatable. Show, man. It's like yes. everything like yes. the, the greatest of insecure <laughs> is a few it's always this in the details. It could be like, you know, like the music display or the text or the way Issa will make a face. And even like mm-hmm. her, like battling her subconscious this season was top notch. I mean, you know, but let me ask yep. you this, man. So this was something during the episode, man, I really wanted to touch on. 
Issa said, and I quote, I think, you know, she wants to fast forward to the part in life where everything will be okay. Man. Man. And, you know how much that resonated with me? Man, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, because 20, and we'll talk, we'll, you know, spoiler, we'll, you'll hear from us about 2021 later. You know, it could be today, could be tomorrow, could be the 31st. But man, that was like some real shit, man. So when you heard that, what was, you know, let's kind of unpack that, man. So what was you thinking when you when you first heard her say that, man? What what kind of what thoughts and emotions came to you? The very first thing that I thought of was shit, me too. <laughs> like that was literally, like literally, I said that out loud watching the show. Shit, me too. But from from, a, from an emotional standpoint, we have had like a very rough, and I'm just gonna speak just recently. And as a, as a majority, the last three years, since the end of 2019, since I will say since about September, October 2019, shit has been rough yeah. on all of us, all of us. I mean, yeah, we, we still dealing with, we're going into 2022 with, with, with uh, COVID and all of its variants. But even outside of that, we had toward the end of 2019, that's when a lot of stuff popped off heavy, um, with our with our social injustice and, and and civil protest type stuff that was going on, which is still very relevant, even yeah. though it's not something that you um, that are seeing every day. There are still a lot of people very active on that front. So we had a lot of that going on. We had the idiot that was in office kind of spurring up some stuff. Yeah. You know, we thought we thought we was about to go to war with North Korea. Like we was really really close to going to war. Yeah. So I mean, like you have stuff like that, you know, with the economy and different stuff. So when she said that, that shit for that me, I was like, man, not just not just from like everything that we've been going through, but from a personal from on a personal note. Man, I will say that the early, the early part of my thirties, I will say up, up until, up until two years ago, like, cause every, cause everything shifted for me when the pandemic started, but up until then, man, shit was rough in the life of Bowtie Fresh. And we was giving y'all podcasts during that time. Oh, but shit, but stuff was, when I say, I mean, stuff was rough, like emotionally, stuff was rough spiritually, like for Bowtie Fresh. So if, and I'm still recovering and healing from a lot of stuff. So it's like, yeah, like I definitely wish, and I wish I could fast forward <laughs> to when everything is okay, where I'm just cool and coasting. Now I, I feel like that on most days, like, you know, I'm good, but there's, again, there's still things that that bow tie fresh battles with. And I'm like, damn, like, can I get to that point? So it hit me. What about oh, you? Yeah. It, de- it definitely hit me, man, because then it's like, you ask yourself, and you know, we're we're kind of off the we're on top of or off. Like you ask yourself, mm-hmm. if I fast forward to get to everything is okay, am I really learning what I'm supposed to learn? Mm-hmm. Now I can go from a spiritual sense, I, you have to trust, you know, I'm not trying to preach y'all. To me, it's God's time. And even when it was hurting me and I was going through stuff, or am I supposed to like take this lesson? Like, all right, I know it ain't, you know, you can get on there, you're only gonna put so much you can bear, right? But like even with her, like all this stuff was going on career-wise, social-wise, you know, friends, like friend stuff, all this stuff. And it's trying to figure out what she was going to do. So, yeah, man, it's, it's a lot. So I would love to, it's been some time said I would, you know, love to fast forward it to everything will be okay. But then it's like, if she would have fast forward to everything being okay, well, she would have got the end result that she was supposed to have. Right. You know what That's what I was going to say. Would you, would you have grown and understood 
how to get that end result, but how to deal with that end result that you wanted. Because you because you could have got the end result and then squandered it away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you had to learn something along that path that's going to help you keep that together. That's the way I feel. Let me ask you this, man. Are you like a process? Do you do you are you more is this the process more important to you or the results? Uh, for me, the process. And I, I feel per, you. personally, I feel that I feel that way both uh, personally, professionally. It, it's about the process for me. It has changed for me. We used to be like, all right, you know, one plus one is two. It don't make a difference how I got to two. I know the two. And no matter how I'm going to do this. But now as I've matured, it's all about the process. And even with Issa, if like, like I said before, if she done went and really like fast forwarded that situation and mm-hmm. her, even she got back with Lawrence would it be for the third time. Been a third time. Third time. It, third it time. still it still wouldn't work because you wouldn't learn because that's still what was in her. It still would not, you know, those insecurities and that subconscious. It still she would have been losing that battle. Well, to think of it from a person, something that happened in the show. Let's break it down from the show. Yeah. If yeah. she didn't have the feelings that she had when she found out Lawrence had a son, if she didn't experience those feelings and work through those emotions, would she have been able to handle? Lawrence and a kid when she when they got back together probably not because all of that stuff would have been resonating at that point so it would have been like great I got this great guy we've rekindled but damn he still got this kid over here so if she didn't go through those feelings the first time it would have messed the things up or it could have messed things up or that even like you got to think about it as as in the show then the show started as Lawrence wasn't working Lawrence was in a funk Issa was working but a job that she wasn't really feeling as you've seen the seasons go on, career-wise, Issa, Issa took it to the next level. You got to yeah. think she was driving like a Chevy Cruze at the beginning or something like that and was driving a Lexus at the end. Not everything's materialistic, but sometimes you need those growing pains to, to take you from faith to favor and to really grow to grow, you grow yourself professionally, emotionally, spiritually, sexually, all the things you might want to do. So and, you, and when you really went through some shit with somebody, to get them, if you get them, it's like it's like you break up with you, you and your, you and your spouse and girl, whomever y'all break up, right? Y'all get yeah. back together. Your appreciation level is going to be a lot higher because you've seen it what it is of not having that person. You've yearned for them. You could have messed it up. They could have messed it up. Or you could have just sit yeah. back and be like, this ain't working with either one of us. Yeah. So to really experience that, man, she had to experience, um, was that Daniel? The, the security guard, you know, <laughs> and, and Daniel boy, you know, he shot that shit off like Spider-Man. <laughs> just a security, Daniel, just a security guard. That nigga uh, painted the Mona Lisa, boy. Hey, boy, the, and the Mona the Issa. Mona Lisa. <laughs> the Mona Issa. Hey, boy, getting that straight facial, boy. Hey, hey, security guard was in there on. He was in there on his old uh, Ron Jeremy action, boy. That man was in there. He was in yeah. there heavy. Yeah, he's going heavy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, boy was in there four wheel driving up in her man. But you know, you have to uh, like appreciate all that stuff, man. Because you know, we all got skeletons in the closet. Like I joke all the time. It's, it's been some people that you know I, you know, was in my immature times. I spent time with that I would never want the world to know. But in order, if I didn't have that, then I wouldn't appreciate the beautiful one I have now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You got to go through it. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, man. So let me ask you this, man. So what do you think about the time jumps? Because some people complained that they were confused and other people said they rather would have had two more episodes, man. What'd you think? So j- just me being me, I generally despise time jumps um, in movies or shows, um, especially the time jumps that go back in time. 
those really irritate the hell out of me. However, I felt like these were appropriate to get to tie some things up. Mm-hmm. Now, what I have preferred, you know, some of these things being spread out over, you know, either the last two episodes or maybe have an additional episode to spread some things out and really tie it up. Yeah, I would have. However, I personally don't feel like it took away from that final episode. I don't think the time jumps did. I think it, they were done in an appropriate way to kind of get us to where we needed to be. Now, there was a moment where I was like, uh, are, are Derek and old girl, are they back in LA? Are they back? Are they still in Colorado? Like, what the hell? That was the only one that confused me a little bit. But other than that, I I, I, I was feeling cool. I was I was all right with it. What about you? Yeah, I, think, I think it's pretty dope because, you know, there's some times, you know, sometimes, like, I ain't gonna lie, as a kid, you know, I grew up, my, I grew up, you know, my family, my folks, but I spent a lot of time with my grandma, as Bowtie did. And there was a show called The Young and the Rustles. And they did the most, they did the most <laughs> daggone time jumps in the world. You sit back, you get somebody pregnant, the baby come out too, you come back the next summer, the nigga working at Jabocast Cosmetics, he's 21. So <laughs> I'm used to, you know what I'm saying? I'm used to time, time jumps. And shout out to Young and the Rustles. Like that's one of my career things. Right. I always want to be like a cast member Young and the Rustles, but Rick the Newman's mixed son, but he like mad, I'm like mad niggas and shit. You know what I'm saying? Me and me and Rick killing like but, uh, but yeah, man. So you know, it was cool. I think it tied every it tied everything together. I know some people complain, but the only thing I wish it would have did was like, they had to add like some time to every episode. So maybe instead of the show being twenty six minutes or whatever, being like forty minutes every episode. But you know, I know that's a lot of a lot of work, man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I I feel like I'm, I've seen a lot of people talk about like, oh, they just done it again because I'm like Game of Thrones, how Game of Thrones did, did all that type of stuff. Which I was kind of, I, I was one of those that was kind of shitty with Game of Thrones, but I wasn't shitty to the point where I'm like, ah, it, it screwed up the whole series. Like I don't feel that way. Um, I did it. It I could see where people say it was rushed, but at the same time, like to your point, like it got it got us it got us what we needed. You know what I mean? Like it got us what we needed, and, and I don't feel like they were inappropriate, my opinion. All right, man. So also on like the on the series finale, man. Did, would you expect Molly to get married? No, I did not expect Molly to get married. I did I not. She's gonna mess um, up. She's gonna mess so, it up again. I, I thought there was a moment for me that thought she was going to mess it up again. But if I'm being really honest with you, some of the events that happened, I thought were going to be flipped. I thought Molly was going to end up being pregnant and uh, Kelly would probably end up uh, being married. I, I, I genuinely, even before the episode aired, I had thought and I had made comments to my brother and was like, I think Molly is going to end up pregnant. And the reason I said my, I, I feel like Molly was going to be pregnant, I said, because Molly is, has been the one throughout all of this that you know she's the career one she's the stable one and like she's able to just to go and do what she wants and it was very I'm not saying that she was self-centered even though there she was at times but she was so singularly focused like her character was singularly focused and I felt like she was going to end up being pregnant to kind of break that up and like okay Molly grew up and she's having there's a different side to her like that's that was how I felt it was going to end even before the episode aired. Yeah, I guess I, I always I thought that, you know, throughout the, throughout the show, you know, she's been with different guys or whatever. You know, shout out to Joe for, for, com- for coming back. I, I yeah, <laughs> man. I thought that, you know, when her and, uh, you know, what's I forgot my, that's just, just a shame. I should know her, her her husband's name on the show. Like, when Tori. Edibles, yeah, Tony had those edibles. I thought they were going to be like, he was going to remember, like, oh, how she was acting about Joe and, like, being like, no, nah, I don't want to deal with this. Mm. So, 
I don't know, man. I'm, I'm like super happy. I'm one of those people, man. You hey, know, man. I can be like, oh, yeah. I think I'm like, you know, just like I don't care about anything and stuff like that. But you know, I, I remember I was talking about Giannis. I said, "Love wins." <laughs> you know. What oh, I'm no. <laughs> 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 so yeah, man. Now oh, the Kelly man. situation, I found that I found that funny because Kelly's character been wild. You know, she kept on talking about she died this season, but she didn't. Remember that time she man. fell out? Was it? Yeah. What, what was that? Coachella. When that was at Coachella. She got electric. <laughs> Hey man, I have been saying it from the beginning. I I'm two of my favorite characters, and I'm still advocating for them. I hope they both have their own shows of some kind. Kelly, number one. It, it could be Kelly the character, or hell, I'm rooting for Natasha Rothwell, her real damn name. Please give this woman her own damn show. I love she is talented. I love her acting, I love everything about her. I like her pettiness. Even in real life, where she was literally tweeting Donald Trump every day, you're trash. <laughs> like, yeah, like please, please, she is black excellence. Uh, she needs her own damn show. And uh, my my guy Chad, god oh, damn man. it, Chad Chad needs his own damn show. And I would love a Chad spinoff or a Chad, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it, origin story, something, man. Like her Kelly and Chad, I I need more of them, man. Oh yeah, they are both they are both like hilarious. Yes, yes, yeah. beyond hilarious. And then oh, and, and and speaking of people, now he don't need his own show. But did you see the little OD the Thug Yoda? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was gonna get to, I was gonna get to that at the end how they really like tied everything up, man. The yeah. only person I was tripped that I didn't see was uh was was Daniel. Was Daniel? Yep, I, and I still I had said the same thing. I was like, man, was the only one we ain't seen was Daniel. He's yeah. the only one we ain't seen. And e- even when Nathan and Lawrence had their little thing on the episode before the finale, I was like, I watched them. Something happened with Daniel in the finale. I was expecting it. I'm like, he's the only one that we ain't seen. And they probably saving something up. They're gonna drop a bomb on us or something. It yeah. didn't happen, but it would have. It, it would have. It would have been fun, cool to see the artist Daniel come through. When I say the artist, I mean him painting the Mona, yeah. the Mona Issa. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, man, I, uh, so, you know, you sit back, you think about that, man. It's like all that, you know, like, even we talk about them getting back together, they went through a lot. I mean, Lawrence with this thing, you know, Lawrence out here, you know, he went, he went super saiyan with a, with a, with, with Shorty, man, after the Best Buy shirt debacle. I mean, Lawrence man. was out here living, but he's always went back to being a cent. Yeah, he he has some. Even in that, even in that, uh, the the what you call it episode, man, the little Hispanic chick that that came through. He was like, "Well, I got plans tonight," and you know, she came through and rang the doorbell. I was like, "Okay, Lawrence, you still yeah. out here getting busy?" Yeah, props to you, know. you, sir. Yeah, man, and this, uh, you know, it was it was it was it was dope, man. You know, this I'm happy. I'm just really happy <laughs> to get all tied together. Because at first, I was just like. What you before I I, I change this to the next one? What do you think about the fake Daniel that Issa was dating? The dude, the, the dark skin dude, like he had product in his hair. Oh no, uh, I, I I was thinking I was like, man, this dude looks like he's a he's a mix between Miguel and Luke James. Like yeah. he looked like I a know, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that Miguel product man. We do he did look, he did look like uh like the you know great value Luke James. Yeah, yeah. He was, I mean, I mean, he was cool for the purpose or whatnot, like just a a, a filler for the moment. He, he seemed all right. He was ill as hell, though. Like I said, I was fully expecting him to break out in a dorm and start singing a dorm or something. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, that was that was super. Uh, uh, what was that? That was super. It was super dope, man. That, that and then that you know, hard. then you had the tra- the tragic moment. You know, Molly losing her mom. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that one coming. I'm not gonna. I'm, I did not see that. I was like, oh, okay. You know, she she recovered. Everything was cool. So I did not uh, expect that. So that was that was a sad moment, a moment of vulnerability for them. Um, but again, to your point, tying things up full circle. You know, even with Issa um, um, and 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 Molly, like talk about Lawrence and the stuff that her and Lawrence and Issa that went through. Oh, yeah. Molly and Issa that went through a lot of shit Hell too, yeah. a lot of growing, a lot of drama, all of that. Yeah, and it's also like for me, like you know, you my you my brother, right? We've been rocking since we were kids. Yep. I can't ever imagine to get to the point of like, yo, we were in a fight somewhere or something like that, or even like not being able to talk the shit out. But to, right. me, to me, the show was really out. To me, the show people used to say it was about the relationship between Issa and Lawrence. To me, it was always about Issa and Molly and everybody else in their world around them. Yeah, and it takes a lot of maturity, man, to somebody to hurt you because that was at the previous season when Issa was with uh, Issa was out with. Uh, What's this? Oh my goodness! I'm sorry. I'm getting the brain cramp, y'all. When they were out on the, and they were out on a date with Molly and Andrew, and uh, Issa, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. and then you know Molly texts Issa instead of Andrew about you know she wasn't really feeling it and all that type of stuff. Yo, a lot of people have been like, yo, I'm done with you. I ain't never, right. got, I ain't never got to speak to you ever again. Right. So, you know, I mean, how you, how you feel about the you said his name? How you feel about the homie Andrew not popping up? Hey, man, I thought about that, man. It was just like, but then again, it's just like, how could he really, you know, I think that had been, I don't think how they could have really tied him in because he basically oh. said, I don't want to deal with you or anything like that. Right. I don't even know where they could have put the them to be together. The only you know, thing that, go ahead. I was going to say, I was gonna say the only thing that I could, the only way I could have seen them uh, bringing him back just kind of like they did Drew and everybody else was when uh, uh, Nathan came to see Issa at the at her birthday party, you know, at the little spot. If 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 Andrew and Nathan walked in, because Andrew and Nathan were cool, so if they yeah. both walked in together, and then Molly and and Issa saw both of them, and it was kind of like, oh shit! Like that's the only yeah. way I can see them kind of tying him in. But he would he he did go Shang Song on Molly though. Oh know? yeah, he's just like this had is them chocolate had them chocolate buns gone. Oh yeah, you know he said. <laughs> hey, also Andrew was kinky. And they had the oh, yeah. and everything else. <laughs> 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 ready to get kinky. You ready to take that yeah. shit. Super Saiyan, bro. Yeah, Andrew's ready. ready to put in he ready to put in the work. Yeah, <laughs> traveling with traveling with the sex toys, you a wild boy. And he said, No, no, no. I'm not gonna wait till I get there. I have these on deck. You imagine working with TSA all the while, so they see in there. Oh heck. Yeah, yeah. That was that is that like a strike on? Yeah, like doing that meme, like when Puffy was in looking at the dude, you looking back at him, he looking back at you. Damn, I guess that's what you mean. You TSA, you like this, you yeah, this is how the party gets started, man. Yeah, man. So, I don't know. I thought that was uh, super crazy, man. So, uh, I mean, all right, man. So, we kind of talked about like Andrew, not when I seen Andrew. Not seeing, uh, you know, not seeing Daniel. Is there anything else you want to see in the finale? No, I think that they pretty much, I think they pretty much hit everything, man. Like, I, I definitely feel like they touched on, touched on everything. And, and like I said, even, even the little small, to your point that you said a, a few times over the course of us talking about the show, it's the small details that this show really paid attention to. Um, 
I like the fact that she went back to kind of where she started, driving past the damn mm-hmm. Best Buy. <laughs> you know what I mean? You seen Thug Yoda out there. Like, I think that they really done a good job of, of touching on all of the small things that really mattered. And they really stood out to fans. So they they still had that like final appeal. Like you're yeah, at church. <laughs> that final, that final appeal. To, yeah, yeah. To the is, there, is, there, is there one? Is, is there, there one? one? <laughs> yeah. Not the template to yeah. bring up the folding chair sitting in the front. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Yeah. yeah and almost kind of, almost guilty of you. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. Up in here. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, man, like it was, I don't think, I think for me, it ended well. Like, I, I feel like they've done a, fan, a fantastic job of, of bringing everything full circle, man. It was, it was truly, truly dope. It was a dope ass way to end one of the dopest damn shows, man. And also like, it wasn't any trauma. Like Molly's mom dying was just like, you know, she had, she was older with health problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was just like one of the few shows it wasn't like, damn, you know, that, she died by a drunk driver or got killed or something like that. It was right. the good thing is like I like how she point she really went and really displayed that that neighborhood that they were in of South yeah. LA and really just showed how how many our possibilities and greatness and dopeness, you know, yeah. like of seeing like black people. And this one thing I loved about the show, it was just like black, black. <laughs> But it was so, but the show was so great. If other other people who were willing to give it a chance, it's the same things. Relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, and everything else. You just switch the character, you switch the characters and the races, and it still be a great show for people yeah. to be able to get I like the I like the fact too that they didn't that they didn't resort to to some of the, I guess you could say typical Hollywood tactics of, you know, okay, this is going this is going this way. Up oh, now all of a sudden somebody then got some drug money or somebody didn't got like you said to your point oh this person's shot or this person did like well the, we don't, or always, even we don't always have to have keep those. it real or you know exactly. let's let's like keep it real like or adding like that unnecessary white character just that don't really fit in that too because you too. know i think they Hollywood i think they tried Hollywood that early on good for that but it, but even they want like they had Issa like you going she was working at the place and you know i had she working with the white girl we got y'all she was just like a minor big character, but it wasn't like yeah. a sit back was like, oh, like we're gonna make, you know, like when she when Issa was running her business, she they didn't make it like the white man who she pitched the idea the of having like yeah. all of this power and all this type of stuff. You know, yeah, they worked together too. a couple of times and you can just kept it moving. Yeah, that's the that those are the things that I like too. It 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 allows there to be a picture painted, and I shouldn't even say a picture painted, it it showed real life it showed blacks like to me it resonated a lot because i felt in tune with the the characters you know what i mean like i felt like these characters could be me like it, it, it was something where like bowtie fresh ain't on the corner selling selling drugs i got a lot of family members that do it there's some dirty shit that has gone on but i don't do that shit every day so, like, to me, it was one of those things where it was good to see things in a different light. And it's all it, typically to your point, it, you know, Hollywood always finds a way to find either some traumatic shit or dumb shit or, or the white person to come in. Let these they, they they kept it true to themselves and who they are in that neighborhood and kind of to their personalities and what they see and how they live. They didn't have to try to be something that they're not. Oh, yeah. And you know, just like I said, just not having that black charm, it was refreshing. 
Now, I do like some of the, you know, like, you know, like other shows we'll talk about on other podcasts, but I don't want to take away from Insecure, but it was, it was cool. Even though the HBO shows, and this one was like, cool, nothing happened in the sense yeah. of just like normal life stuff, like relationships and like falling out and stuff. Even the fact of, you know, we joked about earlier, like, you know, the good thing that I'm glad that Nathan and, you know, and Lawrence did fight. Now, we didn't probably get laughed at it, but, you know, it was like, yo, they, they did a little talking and everything else, but it wasn't, like, super, super disrespectful. Right. It was like handled as, like, adults, man, so. Right. Let me ask you this, man. If somebody had never seen Insecure, and let's, we're in 2021, so let's go to 2025. How would you sum up the show? Um, Man, that's a good question. Um, If I, sum, if I had to sum up the show, I would say this was... Um, I can't even call them middle-aged. I would say th- this was um, black folks trying to find their way through life um, in a in a positive way. That's I guess that would be the best way I would sum it up with their relationships, professionally, uh, you know, romantically, you know, friendships, all of those things. I feel like the best way to sum it up is it's a group a, a group group of key a good group of black individuals growing up, finding themselves and figuring out how to be. The best, the best person they can be in all of their all of their relationships. Because if you think about it, Issa was trying to be the best that she could. She said it. I was holding myself back. Yeah. But the only way for her to be good is to believe in herself. And when she started to have that confidence of believing in herself, it improved her romantic relationships. She became more concrete in what she wanted in those. It improved her friendships, overcoming things with her best friend Molly. It improved a lot of things. And I think the same happened with Molly. I think the same happened with Lawrence. I even think some of the same happened with, with Kelly and, and some of the other folks in the show. It showed people kind of growing up and developing and not and figuring out, like, I don't have to have all the answers. I, 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 I'm, I'm figuring it out along the way. Oh, yeah. For me, it would be coming of age story, late 20s, set in, set in South LA. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you see that, man, and like, you know, our late 20s, man, you know, you think about it now, the fact that we're, you know, we're older, it's like, yo, we like really the old heads now. It's like, well, damn, just think if I would have had those, and knew that in my late 20s, how different life would have been. Man. Even the fact of Issa jumping out there career-wise and doing something totally different, having, you know, leaving one thing, having an Uber and doing the apartment, you know, the super thing, and like mm-hmm. really realizing her goal and like getting all that stuff, man, it's just... It's a great show, it, man. I'm, I'm truly it, 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 it truly it truly was, man. Because to, to your point, like think about think about us. Just think about the two of us, and between the ages of uh, twenty nine or between the ages of twenty seven and 30, 27 and thirty one. Just think about the two of us. Yeah, I I was a complete jackass. <laughs> like let's just be let's just be real. I was a complete jackass. Like so for me. If I if I'm like trying to figure it out and just kind of learning and, and understanding which I did, me to my to my younger self now, I'd be like, you better sit your ass down because life is going to humble you. And it and it did. You know yeah. this, but it, oh, it did. You know what I mean? So it was like one of those things where to your point, like it's good. Like I had to figure it out. I had to figure out a way to navigate all of those things. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, when we're when you're young like that, especially when you, you know, in my case, get some early success, you become 
something that they that guys gonna make you come out of. Oh yeah, and for me, I I, I took my humbling way earlier than that. So in my late twenties, I was digging out the holes from my early twenties, mm-hmm. and you see it, and man, and you just see the maturity. I've seen your maturation. You've seen mine. Yeah. Yep. And like this one thing of life, you know, you was, I'm gonna get out there. Both I had, he was rolling when I was having yeah. for him. I was like trudging along. I mean, yeah. I was that dude, man. I was in my late 20s, I was finishing up, finishing up my, my undergraduate degree. And it was a time I was, you know, I you know, you talk about here to the show, man. I love sneakers. Yo, I had yeah. the Stephen Barrett joints, the white and the blacks, and I put, yeah. the, jeans, I put the jeans over them. So you think they was Air Force Ones. But you know, I, I got I got past that stage, man, and mm-hmm. so many other things. But you know, I said just to see that, man, and just basically like I think I love insecure because I could see, I think a lot of people can see themselves in different characters. Yeah, like you know, I could see myself. You know, I've, I've been through the Lawrence thing of being like, you sit back, you come out. You know, people put all this pressure on you to have all this. You know, you know, mm-hmm. success and everything. I like my sister's over the other day, and they when she said something like. He's always been the, like from the older people in the family, always like, you know, like the, you know, the the top of the top, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to have yep. and then to fail and to feel that pressure of feeling like you let everybody down and have to yeah. like dig out that hole, like how Lawrence did, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I see someone like the, you know, if you know me personally, I'm gonna laugh, you know, about stuff like Chad. Yeah. And I see parts <laughs> of you as far as like people you know i know you probably more than pretty much a lot of people but even yeah. like saying like you would give me the advice like Derek, if i was getting off the chain but yeah yeah or vice versa you know yeah. you was getting getting on one but oh nigga it ain't even that deep man i'm gonna yeah i was gonna say to try to break the try to break the tension yep i was gonna say the same thing i was like there's been there's been plenty of times where you were for for us it's been that same where you've been like like you said you either crack a joke to to bring it down but there but i, I can think of some, a couple times where you like bruh you like you need to chill the fuck out like literally like literally you saying that to me like bro you, you just need to chill the fuck out like this is it's, it ain't that you know what i mean and it's but to your point we had to learn you know oh, yeah, we, we, we had to figure it out and learn so but even even going back to that same premise like when when nathan had said he told this guy like yo man east's dude is up in there I was that nigga like, yo, let's go fuck this nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I man, was, I was like, literally, like, literally watching that scene, you was the nigga that I thought about. I literally was like, man, but Mike, Mike would do some shit like that. Mike would like, like, fuck this nigga. nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you had a little situation, yo, yo, fuck this, fuck this nigga, man. Let's just fight this nigga, man. Get it over with. Right, right. So that, thinking of that, man, is seeing like you seeing yourself in characters not everything, but bits and parts. I mean, I think that's what mm-hmm. made the, the show something personal, you know, that, that we saw, man. I think that's what made it great. And even, like, the cast of characters, like, of a thug yoda and stuff like that, we might not know someone like that, but we know somebody who's, like, the overly tough guy all the time. Or, like, yeah. the, or the security guard and stuff like that, or the dang, yeah. you know all that. So I think that's Yeah, well, so we know we know cats like that. <laughs> and I've been Daniel in my other times. I mean, I ain't never, I ain't yeah. never, I was a, a choir boy. I've done, I've done my dirt and I've been with women who've had, you know, husbands and boyfriends and everything else. I ain't proud of it, just being honest. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I've been, the, I've been the other guy. You know, I'm yes. playing my position as a side nigga, strong, <laughs> strong. 
Yeah, I was Nick Foles coming off the bench doing the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I knew I knew the play the position strong. So you know, you see it, man. And I think I think that's why Insecure will always have like a special place for me. It goes yeah. up to it's gonna be one of those things when if it was on like regular TV and hit syndication, I'd watch it like a different world come on. You know what I'm saying? I might be doing something else, but I find myself being glued. That's how I feel like with Insecure. I'm going to probably rewatch it in 2022, 23, watch it yep. again, you know, or they just doing like a random marathon, something like how they play the wire. Oh, yo, man, this is what I'm doing for the next couple of days. I'm in. Hey, man, you know what? You know what, Mike Jane? What's I'm that? putting this out there. I'm putting this out there to you. I'm, I'm putting this out there to, to our close, uh, you know, our, our crew, uh, the, the, the close crew, the, our, our group chat, you know, the Ripper, the Ace, the Hammer, the Lackdass, mm-hmm. you know, that's an ill ass nigga. Yeah. But, I'm putting it. I'm putting this out there. We need to have when we all rewatch it. Let's do watch parties. This will give us all a chance to come together, chill as fellas, but like we all rewatch it together and yeah. kind of learn and grow from each other, man. I'm putting that challenge out to y'all, and I know the fellas are gonna listen to the episode too. So y'all niggas, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all respond. Y'all respond. Look at that homie Nick in there. He watches insecure. Yeah, throw the homie. Yeah, yeah we, throw the we, homie we can, you so, know, we definitely can, can do that, man. So just give it some time. I know some of our people ain't yeah. watching, so you know this. Yeah. Is like, this won't throw be the homie, only. Throw the homie, throw, throw the young fella Cody in there too, man. Yeah, so this be something. Chop it up with really, that cat. Yeah, get this chop it up, man. Just like you know, give it some time, or you can digest and miss it, man. Like yo, we we gonna go back to it, man. So yeah. we'll, you know, we'll 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 figure it out, man. But hey, man. So I think we pretty. I think we wrapped everything up, man. But it's insecure. It feels you know, like you said. It does feel like end of the road, man. Man, so it's like man. It's just it like, is, what am man. I gonna do with my Sundays now? You know, it's just like, like I'm telling you, bro. I'm, I'm about to. I'm gonna have to break out the wine, yeah. And you don't realize yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've never been there before, <laughs> man. Hey, man. Tell yeah, you, man. It's it's this was tough, man. Like this oh, yeah. was this was a. This is a this is a loss, you know, not not like loss in a bad way, but loss for for many of us that like fell in love with the show, enjoyed the show, man. It's I'm, I'm it's going to take some time to try to feel find something to kind of fill that void. Because to your point, when Insecure was on, don't fucking talk to me. Don't the, I'm putting the, the dog is in the crate. Yeah. I told my kids get the hell out of here. Like I'm I am committed when I'm watching Insecure. So. Um, it's gonna be difficult to find another show. I'm I'm trying out a few different shows now to kind of see where they go, but right now I got I got I got nothing so far. But we'll talk about some shows, you know, on on an upcoming podcast. Spoiler alert! But yeah, man. So we appreciate rocking with y'all. Insecure, you know what I'm saying? We was a great show. You know, it definitely gave us content for five years, man. And words can never. Be enough to show shout out to Issa Rae for the greatness that she created, man. Yeah, I look and, and, to I, and, and shout out, shout out to the cast too, man. Shout oh, out yeah. J, J, J Ellis, you know Natasha Rothwell, Yvonne Ort, like everybody. Shout out to the whole cast because I really feel even in, in their directorial, you know, whether it's debuts or the episodes they directed, the creativity, man, even down to the goddamn soundtrack. Shout out mm-hmm. Raphael Sadiq. Raphael Sadiq put me on a lot of music that I never probably would have heard. Because it's, right. so, you know, it's so much stuff that comes out that it, like to get the filter to you, you got yep. to like you you got to be like a damn a catcher to be able to catch all that stuff. Yeah, man. You know, but so that's that's what that's just how I want to leave it, man. I, I yeah. you know my 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 final thoughts is salute to that entire cast, 
salute to all that black excellence, the creativity, the resilience that they had to overcome, especially Issa, like I said, you know, her starts and, and coming to where she is now. Shout out to all of that black excellence, man. And I'm, I'm looking forward to everything that they do from here on out. All right, man. We appreciate rocking with y'all. Grown Man Podcast 2021, Insecure. We'll holla at y'all. Peace.